Hello and welcome to a post-game edition of the Cyclone Insider Podcast and live stream. I'm Travis Hines. He's Randy Peterson coming to you after Iowa State's 10-9 loss Saturday evening at Jack Trice Stadium to number 25 Kansas State. The Cyclones go the entire game with just three Jace Gilbert field goals, no touchdowns, no offensive trips deeper than the 18-yard line of Kansas State as they lose for the third game in a row to now be 0-3 in the Big 12 after that 3-0 start that had, I think, a lot of people excited about what this team could be, about what it already was, and where the ceiling might be going forward. But, Randy, I think that start has been exposed for what it was, two wins over not very good teams in SEMO and Ohio, and a win over Iowa, which is probably the worst, certainly the worst offense in Power 5 and among the worst offenses in the entire country, which is to say that 3-0 and win was probably not as impressive or as much evidence of anything other than their opponents. And now Iowa State 0-3 to start the Big 12, all three by a score, by one score. Uh, but the, the big takeaway, I think, Randy, for us to talk about tonight is that Iowa State offense. One touchdown in two games, uh, just not getting it done. And I don't know, you know, talking about it with you after the game, the search for answers, I think, is going to be very interesting for Iowa State uh, heading into next week and heading into the bye week. Yeah, I mean, Iowa State scored one touchdown in its last 140 plays. That's over the last two games. That's not bad. That's real bad. That's horrific. Um, yeah, and I threw out a bunch of possibilities. And, and assuming that Jirel Brock's not going to be 100%, in my column, I threw out a bunch of possibilities about what they can do. And and one of them is the defense, maybe the defense needs to start, start scoring touchdowns. Um, I know I say that, you know, halfway jesting in jest, but uh, the offense certainly is not going to score touchdowns. Um, and Iowa State fans are, are annoyed. Um, Campbell is is uh, Matt was Matt was after the game tonight. That was that he was. I don't know. I don't know even know the right way the right way to put it. He still he still defends the offense. Um, you know, saying they're they're close, but um, I, I question how close that is actually. Because like I said, they had one touchdown in 140 plays. Um, yeah, okay. They don't have a high, a healthy Jirel Brock, but, and maybe the, and Deion Silas looked decent tonight. He wasn't great. He looked decent. Um, I, I, I don't know what you do other than throw the ball to the tight ends, pass on every play. I threw, I threw that out there too. Um, because you hand the ball, you know, and how late, how long will those games be? Thank God next Saturday's 11 o'clock game. Um, I don't know well I don't know what else you do if Jirel's not healthy which he's not going to be. He's not healthy. He doesn't have time to heal up at least right now at least. And I don't know what's going on with Cartavius Norton. I don't have any clue. It's gotten to the point where we don't even ask now. Um so this team's in trouble. This team's in real trouble and I I would be I think the 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 odds are leaning heavily towards not even reaching a bowl game because they've got to find three more victories in six more games. They got to go three and three over the last games and they could, they're, they're already zero and three. I, I, I don't see that happening. 
Yeah, I mean, for the offense, finding answers, I think, is going to be difficult because it's there's not going to be a change at quarterback. Like, Deckers is their guy. And even if you thought that he wasn't their guy, like, have you seen evidence that Hunter Deckers needs to be benched? I mean, he's been – he hasn't been great, but he's been fine. Certainly not lose your job uh, when the, the guy behind you is a true freshman and this staff has gone all in on Hunter Deckers since the end of last year. Uh, I don't even think that's a discussion. Jirel Brock, I think, is a nice back, a, a good Big 12 running back. When but I don't, yeah. yeah, but I don't know that, like, the offense should be – crumbling if he's not available like i don't think he's that good i mean he's not as he's not Brees hall he's not david montgomery uh you know he's, this is not an all-american type running back i don't think that we're seeing to where there shouldn't be some level of adjustment that is possible to keep the offense uh moving along and then the wide receivers are good you know you've got xavier hutchinson jalen noel dimitri stanley i think sean shaw has had He's made a couple too. nice catches today. Yeah. yeah, they're not getting much from the tight end position, but I don't know that they're going to. There's obviously not a personnel change you can make there. They're playing three tight ends. Like there's not like a fourth tight end. I don't think that's going to come in and well, save the day. Uh, uh, dude, Hanukkah Hanukkah made a catch today. The Russ bus he made a catch. Well, today. that's what I'm saying. Like there's just not like a, a switch you can make there. No, not at all. Yeah, you, okay. The switch so you, you need, can make. The switch you, you can to, make is to throw the ball to them. Yeah, so then do you make a ta- tactical change yeah. or a strategic change? And I don't know how many cards Iowa State has to play there either. And, I mean, the, obviously, like, you score one touchdown over two games, the frustration is going to be pointed squarely at the offensive coordinator, fair or not. And, I mean, I think in this case it's definitely worth exploring yeah. the play calling, the strategy, the game plan, all of that, but for people calling – for a, a change in offensive coordinator, I would remind you that Tom Manning left for the Indianapolis Colts in 2018. And rather than fill arguably the highest profile assistant coaching staff, uh, highest profile assistant spot on staff, Campbell just left it open for an entire year. And when Manning left the Colts, came back to his old job at Iowa State. So I would not anticipate, like, regardless of whether you that's even a discussion worth having. It's just not going to be the case. But yeah, even even if you were seeing a all time implosion of that offense, I don't think that conversation would uh, reach reality at the Bergstrom Football Complex. Which we may be hitting that implosion as far as the running game is concerned. But but yeah, um, Manning's not going anywhere. He's not, and I get it. He's low hanging fruit. Fans have to vent somewhere, and in the social media world, that's what they do. And, uh, and, and again, it's fun. worth ex- it's worth examining it's, what they're without, doing in that position. Yes, like, no doubt about it. There's like, no it's question. It's not above criticism. There's there's absolutely no question about that because it's not like they played two defensive juggernauts the last the last two weeks. Um, I think, and I asked Manning about this Thursday night when we, I, I talked to him on the Zoom Wednesday night. That um, I asked him, I said, I said, did do we have too many expectations for an offense? that lost four players that four skill position players that are now in, in the NFL. And, you know, he didn't come out and say, yeah, that's true. He can't, but, but um, he, 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 he expressed his, his um, faith in, in the players that they do have. Um, So, but, so I think fans have to remember that, that, that Brees and Brock and Chase Allen and who am I missing? Charlie Kohler. Charlie Kohler. They're on NFL rosters. 
Chase is on a practice squad roster, but he's still on the Bears roster. He's on a roster. Dude, this is Iowa State. This isn't Alabama. This isn't Clemson. This isn't Georgia. This is Iowa State. You don't plug and play four guys that are now in the NFL. It, you just don't do it. So I, I, I think I think that that's a big part of the problem. But, yeah, this is six games in. They ought to be able to figure it out. Let's also remember when, when criticizing Tom Manning that who was the offensive coordinator when David Montgomery was playing, when Brees was – was playing and what are they doing now? They're starting in the NFL. It was Tom Manning. So, so you get Manning some good players and, and they can coach them. And I guess that's probably true with anybody. And I'm not certain the offensive line has played great. Um, and Travis, you were standing there, I think when, when we were talking to, uh, to Jirel after the game and he was asked, you know, what's, what's it going to take for this offense to get better? And, and especially the running game. And he said, he said, um, you were standing, what did he say? They have to, more power, more um, physicality, more physicality, and that starts up front. And then he said, it, then it, it goes to the running backs. So it's evident that this, this offense is not clicking anywhere, but Tom Manning's not, not the problem. I mean, I think, to me, the issues, you looked at last week and you could see a lot of, lack of execution you could see hunter deckers not really being very accurate at times you're really getting lucky to get out of that game with just the one interception you had the injury to Jirel brock during the game which can haywire your game plan but i I think we saw something different tonight against kansas state where hunter deckers was not super accurate but he also didn't throw a pick he also wasn't you know, playing with fire. I didn't feel like there was a couple like, ooh, Kansas State should have gotten that one. They didn't have a turnover, and they still didn't get the ball inside the 15-yard line once tonight. To me, like, there there are red lights there where your offense was completely ineffective, not simply because of big, glaring mistakes to some degree that we saw last week, you know, just you know the interception. Remember the botched uh, – center exchange between Deckers and Downing on the one that lost 10 yards. This felt like Iowa state, you know, for lack of a better phrase, never got off the ground Uh, And the running game is obviously a big part of that. But to me, this week feels bigger, not only because you didn't score a touchdown, not only because it comes on the heels of last week where you only scored 11 points, but also the fact that it just felt like the offense had zero punch had zero consistency, and really never felt like it was a major threat to put points on the board against Kansas State. You know, and if not for Jace Gilbert bouncing back admirably from last week, you know, that offense, you know, if his struggles continue, if he's if he's what I think a lot of people probably expected from a true freshman kicker who went out and missed three field goals, including a game-tying one, which would be to come out and be inconsistent the next week out, like think about how much uglier this looks for Iowa State, but that kid, you know, stepped up in a big way, and I think you know commendably. But I don't know that that. I mean, I know that that does not cover up the the major production issues that this Iowa State offense is facing. No, exactly. And without Jace, have we talked about what Matt Campbell said about Jace after the game? I can't remember. I mean, Matt Campbell after the game, unprompted, it's almost like he wanted to get it out. Was uh, he was talking about Jace, and he said. He made reference to the fact that here's a here's an eighteen to twenty here's an eighteen year old. He said, 
who who was fried by the fans um, last week, and that was his that was his terminology. Said he was fried by the fans, um, obviously referring to social media. Um, but I think yeah, we do have to remember this kid's 18 years old, and he's following one of the best place kickers that Iowa you know Iowa State's had in a long time, Andrew Mavis. Mavis. Um, so that's that's another that's another area. But without him tonight, my God, this would have been uglier than it uglier than it was. Um, it was interesting. Campbell said that that uh, twenty former Iowa State players reached out to get to get Jace's phone number because they wanted to 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 hit him up after after the game. And I know that Brock um, sent him a very nice letter that I that I just happened to read. I saw it somewhere online or somewhere. Um, yeah, it was very, it was very nice. Sent him a letter like through the mail. It might have been an email, but yeah, okay. yeah, it might. Have, well, yeah, he was reading it off of a piece of paper. He, okay, Did he, email. He bought, a, he bought he bought a stamp. He can afford it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it, it was it was a uh, um, um, you know uh, it was it was a, a thought provoking um, letter, um, but just what you'd expect from from Brock. So, um, but without him, my God, and and let's not forget the defense. I mean. They did a good job against against Deuce. They did a, a great job, a good job against Adrian, a great job against Deuce. But although he, I think he got hurt, he, he didn't even play maybe the last quarter and a half, or maybe even more than that. And um, Adrian Martinez, he was he was not a game changer, obviously. Um, so the defense continued to do its the job that it does, and I know this annoys people when I say that. But next up is score touchdowns. Um, because, like I said, the offense is certainly not going to get them. Not not going to put any points on the board. Or, they're not going to put points on the board to win a game. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, the unfortunate <laughs> part if you're that defense is you're going to probably not get the uh, the credit you deserve because the offense is going to suck up all the oxygen about you know where this football team is. But you know, certainly that defense has been great. I mean, how about Will McDonald getting the two God. sacks? Now uh, we find out a sack and a half behind the yeah. all-time record in the Big 12. Um, you could tell when he got that first one, too, a huge outburst of emotion where I think well, exactly. he'd probably yeah. been frustrated by not being able to get that second sack of the season, even though I do think he's played well. He's put pressure on the quarterback. He's played the running game. He's batted down passes. But obviously there's nothing like getting a sack for a defensive end, especially one like him to de- disrupt and change the game. And I think for him to be able to get those those two was a huge boost for him, as you could tell by his celebration. And that, like you time. said, that looked like it gave him a boost because he was jumping around out there like I hadn't seen him jump around all year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously he'll get the record now. I mean, I, I didn't think there was any problem – I don't. I, I always thought he was he was going to get it. Even the fact that he started out with not as many sacks as as what we're accustomed to seeing or what he's accustomed to getting, but he's been double and triple teamed. Um, and I didn't sense he. I, I sense K State tried to tried to man him up today, tonight, and uh, he obviously owned that side of the line of scrimmage. That whoever was was trying to block him, he certainly he certainly owned him. Um, Jirel's not. Jirel's never going to be healthy the rest of the year. I think we can just. We can just uh, go along with that and, and, and believe that. And Colby Reader got hurt. Um, he had to be helped off the field. Um, fourth quarter, third quarter, I don't remember when it was. But uh, um, and Campbell, he was asked about it after the game, and Campbell 
didn't didn't know and you know said that he'll have more for us on on Tuesday in that regard probably but uh, um, <coughs> excuse me he w- he walked off the field at least so so that's a start so I guess we'll see where where this offense where this team goes goes forward and how long the defense continues to to um, be the strength of the team um, you know Anthony Johnson had best game had a wonderful game tonight um, um, so I don't know what I guess I guess we'll just have to wait and see Kansas State 10 Iowa State 9 Cyclones fall to three and three overall for this season oh and three in the big 12 for the first time since Matt Campbell's first season at Iowa State in 2016. Cyclones head to Texas, which beat Oklahoma 49 to nothing in the Red River shootout about this week ahead of uh, the bye week. So an important game followed by probably a more important breather, I would imagine, no matter how next Saturday goes uh, for Iowa State, getting a chance to, to rest and regroup feels like it's going to be critical for this group. But no rest for Randy and I. Be sure to check out DesMoinsRegister.com and uh, your podcast feeds, wherever you get your podcasts, for plenty of coverage from Iowa State's not only lost to Kansas State tonight on Saturday, uh, but early into next week and next weekend for their game against Texas. He's Randy Peterson. I'm Travis Hines. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time.